What's going on, brothers and sisters? It's your man, 50 Grand, the Godfather, Nate Milton. And no, you're not listening to an episode of the Kings of Sport podcast. No, you're not listening to an episode of the Black Lightning podcast. No, you're not even listening to an episode of the Rocky Maivia Picture Show over at Post Wrestling. What you are listening to is an all-new edition of the Atomic Podcast with my friend, Ephraim Guzman. Ephraim is back. You know, it's been a long time. He shouldn't have left you without some intellectual stimulation on a verbal scale to step to, but he is back. Brother been in quarantine for a minute, but now he's back with an all-new episode of the Atomic Podcast. And not only is he back this week, but Ian Buchanan, the great actor, Ian Buchanan from General Hospital, Port Charles, all my children, days of our lives, and of course, maybe my favorite role that Brother Buchanan portrayed, he was the ultra-humanite in the Justice League animated series. So this is a great episode. E catches up with Ian Buchanan. So wherever you are in this great world, in this great society that we live in, stay home, stay safe, and listen to an all-new edition of the Atomic Podcast. Hello everyone, this is Ian Buchanan. I am back on the Atomic Podcast. Please listen in. I had a lot of fun, like visiting with my friend Efron. I have not spoken to for a couple of years. He's gone through changes, I've gone through changes, we've all gone through changes. So it's very nice to connect with somebody familiar and somebody who I always like to speak to. So stay safe everybody, stay well, and most of all stay healthy. Alright, all best wishes. Intellectual stimulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast. And here is your host of the show, Efren Guzman. Intellectual stimulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast. Coming to you live from Delavan, Wisconsin, where I blow up the news on a verbal scale. I am your host, Efren Guzman. My guest today, it's been a couple of years since he's been on the show. You know him in GH as Duke Lavery. Ladies and gentlemen, Ian Buchanan. Ian, welcome back. How are you, my friend? I'm very well, Efren. How are you? I'm doing very good. Um, last time we spoke... Um, the world is in the, in the <laughs> is in a crazy funk now, with the political. <laughs> I believe you lived in New York City. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. That was the last time we spoke, and then we were. Changed before the whole world changed. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I went from um, um Ubers and Lyfts to driving my own car now, and um um going to. Hay rides and garage sales and rummage sales. So it's a, for for my on my behalf, it's a big change for me. Like I learned how to drive at age of forty two. So it's a it's a big difference for me. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So like a, a lot's change. Um, I know a lot's changed in your life, and I think from where we was talking before. Everything was going on with Trump, the political thing, and now we have yeah. people who are in quarantine, furlough, COVID life. Um, bef- you know, before even talking about acting and whatnot, how has been quarantine for you, and how you've been dealing with it? Well, kind of interestingly enough, I uh, I was in Scotland in March 
for a family wedding and I was kind of being a little naive and oblivious to what was going on in Italy and China and around the world and you know I was so like happy to be there at my nephew's wedding and it was only at the wedding that I kind of realized there was a situation going on because people said like oh my gosh you kind of didn't cancel you elected to travel and I was like well yeah like why wouldn't I well of course within a week uh, I got notified that I had to return to the states we had two days to get back um, which I, I got back like very swiftly but uh, at first I was kind of like I can handle this this is going to be like a very you know this will be a quick thing we can handle this other countries are handling it it's going to be like very simple and here we are how many <laughs> months later <laughs> we haven't handled it i handled it in the way that you you know you handle everything in your life it's like one day at a time and one i kind of measure the day every single day i kind of you know i had things to do but i just kind of measure it it's like one hour for you know coffee in the morning one hour for email one hour to walk one hour to go to the market one hour to prepare food one hour to cook one hour to have dinner <laughs> like i just you measure i kind of i kind of have done that but right now at this point it's sort of exhausting and i i um I miss my friends that I, I get, get usually get to see and be around and be kind of interact with. But I've also got to be creative, which has been the interesting part. I've got to do things that I would like, you know, I never ever wanted to sit home with a camera on myself and record myself. But I yeah. do that with Fanola doing this series we're doing called Enter Exit. Uh, I've got to do lots of Zoom stuff, lots of house party stuff, uh, some cameo stuff, and all kind of very just great, not just for other people, but also for me, like to have a connection, to be, you know, it's wonderful I get to kind of connect with people out there and perhaps you know, like what, but for me, it's like a great thing also. So I, it's all been a very mixed bag. I'm just very grateful that I uh, have lived like a very interesting full life. So I'm not sitting here missing anything. I certainly am sitting here thinking about things perhaps I should have enjoyed more. Uh, but you know what? I have I've, every every hope that we will get back to some sense of normality um, and soon. So there. Long. Sorry. No, 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 no. It's totally fine because, like, you know, I've I went off the social media break myself, and I was furloughed for a while, and um, I just noticed myself being a lot more depressed lately, and, you know, I have a therapist, I speak with my therapist, and I think a lot of people have felt, you know, different, like, I think, I think the quarantine has affected everybody differently, some people have things more they get to do, some people who are workaholics stop being workaholics, and they took back to enjoy life, so I think it's affected everybody very differently, um, yeah. You know, and I agree. I, I 
mean, I kind of was, I was a little concerned at the beginning about my friends who are not only workaholics, but also their work is a great way for them to avoid everything in their life, including like intimacy and relationships and friendships. Yeah. for a lot of different people there's people who are still i like i think there's people who are still on furlough that i know but there's no more furlough so there's like unemployment and there's people who there's people who sadly lost their job because there were like the the companies a lot of companies just folded or whatnot so this is this has taken a toll of of businesses people um children look at look how school is there's some schools now where everything is going to be virtually some have the option of going to school i think what is it like four days a week three days a week then a stay at home yeah. at virtual or someone or they have the option of having the kids virtual learn so it's like we we turn into a whole different world like you know we were like the united states is the is the top you know is the top of the food chain we're the king of the world and compared to other countries who have this COVID under control we're like way steps behind it's just crazy yeah well i yeah i you know but I mean, I honestly feel, and I love the U.S. And you know, I became a U.S. citizen because I love this country. In this country, I mean, my whole life was a dream of you know America, like being an American, having an American dream. Yeah. And I kind of, I, I, I have a feeling we became like third world country like way before all of this mm -hmm. and not nobody responsible but just not really paying attention to infrastructure education things that really matter things that at one point really really were very very important here i think were kind of ignored and I, uh, I, I have kind of watched that, but over the past like three and a half, four years, I just, I find it like, I don't know, it's like I almost take it personally because it's the dismantling of my dream. And I mean, that is uh, like a little self-indulgent, but that's mm -hmm. how I see it. I see it like, hang on a second. This is not like, I, this is like, where is this? wonderful like where's this wonderful country wonderful society 
wonderful culture, wonderful like music, art, everything that I just for me was like the most fascinating thing in the entire world. Where that still exists, but what is this other nonsense that has come up and just like made that not important, made it not valid, made it not like so? I mean, it's we'll see, we'll see. Yeah. I have great hope that I mean, I always have like great hope, and I, but I think everything will change and everything will change and we'll get back to a place where it's not just about laziness because I honestly think ignorance is laziness. I just think it's, you don't want to think, you don't want to feel anything that is new, you don't want to expand. And I love expansion. I love expansion in mind and everything and understanding and heart and soul. I think expansion is so vitally important just for humanity, for all of us. And I think we're, I think the fear-driven people got a little grip on us, but there's so few at this point that I think we're going to move forward and, and hopefully take them with us and just be like as good as we once were and as good as we can be and like you know it's it's, it's as wonderful as we can be so yeah it's a it's, you know slowly but surely things I, w I wouldn't say they're getting back to normal but they're just like getting by because movie theaters are still closed your local walmarts where i i live at i'm not sure how it is about you but the walmarts are not even 24 hours no more they close at 8 30 um um i think slowly things are getting back into production in california with certain like soap operas i believe right i believe certain things are getting up and running some movies are coming back together like yeah. filming and there's whatnot lots of things are back but you know they're obviously there's a whole new protocol that just makes it not i mean the great thing about uh i would say kind of production and you know making television making movies is just a freedom just to be you know, create, and now there's a protocol that has, that is in place, which is, takes precedence over the, the creativity and the freedom, so I, you know, I, I just, somebody just sent me a link today saying there were, you know, there was a, three people at uh, CBS Television City had tested positive for COVID, and it's like, well, that's three people, or like, you know, three shows there, they're like, but, you know, they have to take that seriously, and it's, but they have a whole protocol that is not, it's a whole different, it's, you know, a whole new world, so, you know, I, I, I don't know, I'm not, I, I, I don't know, I mean, it's like, you know, I, Kind of when uh, Fanola and I, we did the wrap the final episode of the, our little enter or show enter exit. Yeah. Uh, we all got together, and the first thing we had to do was get tested. We got in tested, which was like totally fine, and then we could spend the day together. And it was like you know, it was almost like the like the old times. We were kind of like felt safe and free and we could there were like six of us just like kind of having you know the best time best day making the show finishing off the like the series so i mean i i, I it's it's going to be interesting i'm not going to a set every day but i know they have a whole like like thing set up which is 
uh, not what uh, anybody is used to. So we'll see. Yeah. How was everything with Enter Exit? How was that? How was that production schedule like? It was great. I loved the production schedule. I stayed home. I had my iPhone, my iPad, and my computer. <laughs> and I filmed myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the perfect schedule, isn't it? <laughs> uh, it would be, well, it was great. Only, I mean. Something I would ever want to do was to record myself, but uh, it ended up when, by the time it got to you know, into the hands of Chris Cazor, who was a wonderful editor, and uh, Cesar Maria, who did the music, and you know, with the great writing from Matt Bourne and Finola's direction. By the time they were done, was just me sending like my iPhone kind of, you know, sort of like, hang on a second, am I recording? Okay, I'll record. (laughs) Do I I speak, who speaks, like, just ridiculous. I'd send everything from my iPhone, my iPad, my computer, but the time they took it and put it together, I mean, I think it's miraculous, just, you know, kind of miraculous, and I, I, you know, people like it, and I like it, which is nice. Yeah. Um, what, what, um, what, um, habits or what, what has changed you during quarantine? Have you come up with any new hobbies or anything like that? Or has your hair grown longer? Like what, what changed during your quarantine? Well, I've been kind of like, um, yeah, my my hair definitely kind of got out of control, but I was (laughs) trying to stay one step ahead of the whole, there was like, well, I think five days when barbershops opened, I was first at the barbershop. <laughs> I was first, first at the barbershop, and I said to my barber, like, how long is this? How long will you be open? And uh, he was like, oh, it's like, you know, this is it. And I was like, I don't trust it. I don't trust it. So, um, like, I <laughs> then they, everything shut down again. But now my barber is cutting hair at the side of the pool at outdoors at the Andaz Hotel, which is perfect. I mean, it's like glorious. They have six chairs set up and just by the swimming pool and I can go there for a haircut. So that's great. Um, Other than I sort of, I don't really kind of miss going to sit inside a restaurant. I kind of don't mind sitting outdoors, but I I don't, I don't really miss much. I miss getting together with like a group. I mean, I, I uh, got together with uh, Susan Flannery and Fanola, and we we all had, like, you know, quarantine and got together for Susan's birthday mm-hmm. and for other celebrations. So that's the only two things I've done since March, which were really great and sort of uh, um, just kind of uh, Susan sort of looked at me like after an hour and said like don't you make me cry and I said don't you make me cry like what is this what are we like this is like it's like this used to be our like just life and now it's like a very special wonderful kind of occasion just to be able to get together and see each other and and just kind of connect in a real way where you just you know you kind of get a sense of where people you care about, where they actually are in their life, and you get to kind of, like, I mean, that's like, it's a very important thing. So I uh, don't 
spend too much time thinking about not having that, then I focus more on just when I'll have that back. So. Yeah, you know, it's 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 crazy. Like, I, you know, I, I'm still bewildered on the world we're living in right now. But, you know, hopefully everything will get better. And, you know, there's, you know, the, the elections is coming up. Voting is coming up. Um, there's a lot of things that are coming up. Um, what, in, in your opinion, what do you think you next year, how, how, how would 2021 will be like, in your opinion? Well, I... What I would, what I would like would be, obviously, like a like peaceful transfer of power. Mm -hmm. um, I hear like the rhetoric, which is doesn't sound like that's the plan, but I do believe it is the plan. I think the majority of people now in this country would like to move forward. Would like to have leadership. Would like to have caring would like to have like everything that i am guessing people thought four years ago they didn't want like they like didn't want people interfere like government interfering in their lives but you know hey like you know health care and social security and like programs that take care of people yeah very important and it's not socialism it's not communism it's just called like caring it's yeah. just caring and i would like to see us get back to that and i'd like to see it happen peacefully and you know but that's like i i don't know i just i i, I get a little i try not to listen too much to the chatter because the chatter i find is just like very toxic so i'm Sort of, I kind of remove myself from that to hear, you know, like uh, whatever this press secretary who looks like she really ought to go to the bathroom before she stands at the podium. She needs to go to the bathroom. And for her to say things like, well, you know, after the election there'll be an aftermath and then we'll decide. It's like, I'm not sure what movie you think you're in, honey. I'm not sure what country you think you're in. But this is, like, way beyond. This is yeah. just not, like... <laughs> That's true, yeah. This is this is a whole different ball game now, you know? Like, I... Uh, it's no words, man. It's no words. I don't, like, I don't even know how to articulate it, like, the way you just did. But, wow. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Um. Um. On 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 a lighter note. Um. I know fans wouldn't be remiss if I didn't ask. Will there ever be a return to Duke Lavery on General Hospital? Oh, I. You know, I don't know. I have. <laughs> I. I haven't like. <laughs> You're not I, even. No idea. I. You know, it's. I. Uh, <laughs> I think that. Ship may have sailed like several times. I I understand why people love that character. I know why people kind of love uh, Fanola and I together. I totally understand that, and I kind of like have a huge appreciation for it. But you know, I don't think. I don't 
don't think they're in the business of giving fans what they want or giving fans what they like. Yeah. That's, you know, that's, I have been aware of that for a very long time. I think it's just, I think it's on, I think it's sort of unfortunate, but at the same time, I kind of, you know, I'm like, yeah, whatever, that's fine. Yeah. Whatever. But you know, things yeah. Forward, life, life moves on, life yeah. changes. We have, like, as we see now, we have no idea, like, what's going to happen daily. So, and, you know, I think, I think, you know, soap operas have, that's, yeah, they have the, that's their right to change things and do things as they want. I just, you know. Yeah. You know what? I like, yeah. I said it's not a derogatory, it's not a derogatory term in my opinion, but I like to consider soap operas as the cockroach of the industry because it does not go away and it will never go away. I think soap operas will be here for a long time. And, you know, we have cancellations of like all my children, one life to live. But I think there always will be soap operas on network television. Do you agree? Well, I I mean, if you look at primetime now, it used to be only reality. Now mm -hmm. it's all soap opera. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, there's a great, uh, you know, every, there's, they, when they do these great histories of, like, soap opera, it's an amazing genre from radio. To, it's storytelling. It's storytelling. It's character-driven. It's, you know, these great people who created these shows and created these stories were kind of understood what people wanted at times which were probably like now like in times of chaos or times of I'll be, I'll be curious to see what comes out of these times because that's when these shows were created like you know post-war and you know Vietnam War and women's liberation and you know civil rights and these these shows were created at those times, like, uh, and the, the people who created them had, like, an ear to the ground. They absolutely were in touch with what was going on, and they gave the audience a place to, not to express themselves, but a place to, 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 to have emotion, have an emotional response to stuff maybe they couldn't, like, around the kitchen table, couldn't in the workplace, but they could when they saw the stories or saw their their shows you know so i'll be, I'll be very curious to see how this whole thing develops because from this period now which i think is one of the most monumental traumatic but also going to be the most creative i think in definitely my lifetime and uh i it's going to be very interesting and fascinating just what comes out i know you know for myself just Things that I have dealt with and things that I have found where I want to express myself at this time and I, you know, try to listen to other people expressing themselves at this time. It's going to be kind of fascinating because, you know, these are the, you know, this is where the wonderful art and, and things created are going to be pretty fabulous, I think, within the next five, ten years, and also for, you know, generations to come, we'll look back at this time as a time of just, like, blooming, blossoming. People, people need, we, people need to be heard. People need to be heard. People need to be seen. People need to, the goodness in people has to be brought, just illustrated 
in some way and told them stories. And, you know, who can, I don't care for the bad guys. I never care for the bad guys. You know, I don't care for bad guys in history, as far as I'm concerned, disappear. You never, like, they're gone. You know, good people, I think, take it, move everything forward. So I, I look forward to that. Yeah. Um, do you think movie theaters will ever come back as the way we once knew it? I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, because, you know, everything gets postponed, and who knows what's going to happen in 2021, and, you know, everything so far, like, certain movies now are VOD, video on demand now, and um, I don't yeah. know. I just think it's it, it changed. It's almost like... I think this was like, you know, with the Netflix and Netflix and Amazon, I think pretty much we're like ahead of the game where everything is just streaming and it's straight. You know, I think people miss the comfort of of going to a movie theater, buying popcorn and being one with people watching a movie and being in trance and in awe. But I think now I think there's a change coming in. You know, this movie there's movies out now. If you go to like the mom and pop theaters, they're playing like Jurassic Park, Ghostbusters and whatnot. But I don't know. I just think this thing changed our course of trajectory of what's happening in the world now. Like everything is just changing like faster than, you know, I think eventually the DVDs will soon be extinct. Everybody will just download stream movies. You know, I think DVDs are going to be like the next video um, on VCR tapes. They're going to be the next Betamax. I think slowly but surely everything will be streaming eventually. I I would agree. I mean, you know, I have friends who love now like going to like drive-in. Yeah, yeah, drive-in too. Drive-in movies and they've, you know, converted like different like places into like drive-in and people like that i mean i i personally i like sitting at home and watching something also you know we don't have a lot of mass shootings anymore yeah yeah you're right <laughs> yeah and i think we have to kind of like focus on that where people are not gathering if there's not a gathering of people there's not this temptation to go in and like you know, wipe people out. So yeah. I, I sort of find that interesting. So we'll see. I, you know, I yeah. haven't forbid that should ever become part of our culture again. But I sort of I I think it's sort of interesting right now. We don't have like concerts. Don't have people going to the movies. Don't have like you know thousands of people congregating, and we don't have yeah, you know. People yeah, it's funny that you say that, but you know, like, I don't know how it is out there, but the Midwest, bars are still open, and, you know, you have your cafes and your diners are still open, but the social distancing, like, the movie theaters are closed. Um, I think the Milwaukee Zoo opened up, but you have to make reservations to go, so it's like you're right in a way because certain things are closing, but they, they have their exceptions to certain things because I think money still needs to be made. The all Everything is all about money with everybody taking precaution but i think a mask can only do so much you know like it only could do so much yeah yeah i guess yeah i mean like yeah you know it's just it's just crazy like i know 
you know, like usually so far, like I had a lot of guests on the show and so far the topic has always been about quarantine because it just changed the realm. Like that's first and foremost on how we living and how we're doing with life. Everything just around us changes. But I know I'm winding down with you, um, Ian, but um, my final question for you is what's next for you? What's what's on the horizon? What What's the future hold? Um, I'm like, I'm actually like, might be doing another season of Interexit. Oh. I'm also, uh, <laughs> rehearsing a radio play, which I'm doing next Sunday, I think. Um, I think we're doing it on, I believe we're doing it on Zoom. Um, I'm like, kind of, I don't know, I've been almost like busier than I was before all of this, only because it's, there's kind of been a need just for people to do things and um, the, I don't know the horizon I don't it's kind of I, I don't I think just getting through all of this I think is all that I kind of hope for for not just for me but for everybody for a lot of people especially young people getting through this and you know I'll just take what I can get at the end of it I'll be totally fine happy Content, as always. <laughs> um, Ian, promote your social media. Promote any um, things you got going on currently. I will enter exit on Instagram television. Uh, Fanola, Fanola Hughes, she posts it, and then I try to repost it, but sometimes I fail. <laughs> um, I've got my, uh, you know, my um, Twitter kill trip USA. Uh, and also Facebook. I'm on Facebook, and I, you know, on my flower photographs. I kind of post, try to post almost daily, and so just all of that. Yep. And is and is you posting? No one else posting for you, right? Is actually you doing it? Yeah, only me. Yep. Uh, Ian, I know it's been a few years that we talked, but I'm glad I got to talk with you again, and I'm glad you're doing okay, and hopefully the next time we speak, it might be a different atmosphere, but I appreciate you coming on the podcast again. Thank you, Efron. I appreciate it, too. Thank you. I wish you all the very best. You too, and I hope... Stay safe and stay healthy. Yes, and I hope everybody out there was intellectually stimulated by way of mobile devices. Have a good one.